Hey guys, this is Steve Baker, your friendly neighborhood pragmatic constitutionalist. I'm, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this one. If you haven't already heard, Fox News' commentator, Greg Gutfeld, said after the Minneapolis verdict was announced, and I quote, I'm just going to get really selfish. I'm glad that he was found guilty on all charges, even if he might not be guilty of all charges. I'm glad that he is guilty of all charges because I want the verdict that keeps this country from going up in flames. Wow. He said, I'm glad that he was found guilty on all charges, even if he might not be guilty of all charges. You know what my first thought after hearing that was? My first thought was that, well, mob rule one. You know, after the verdict, I went back and read everything that I had pre previously written about George Floyd's death. And like most of you, I was, you know, initially horrified by those nine and a half minutes of video that we all saw. I was personally ready, as I've also said before in a previous podcast, I was ready to sit myself as judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> and, you know, then I took a step back, I took a deep breath, and like we're all supposed to do, I waited for all of the facts to finally emerge. I did my research. I did my research into every one of the cops involved. I did my research into the you know political structure there in Minneapolis at the time. I even interviewed a Minneapolis cop in my research. I watched all of the other body camera videos that were released. I I learned, in fact, that the initial arresting officer on the scene, he himself was also an African-American, you know, as is the chief of police there in Minneapolis. I saw uh, the officers themselves, all four of them, go to great pains trying to accommodate who was clearly a very drug-addled man, you know, who was operating in extreme manic dysphoria at the time. I did not see any signs of racism systemic or otherwise. In fact, the officers involved were all you know, very quickly arrested with crimes charged within a couple of days of the incident itself. And despite the fact that they were arrested and charged with murder, cities all across America were still being looted and burned. And this went on for you know, weeks and months following their arrests. And all of this was done in the name of systemic racism. Did I mention that those cops were arrested and charged with varying degrees of murder, and yet the rioting and looting continued? Where was the racism in that legal process being allowed to play out? These, these riots persisted for weeks and months, and you know even minority businesses and properties were destroyed, and they were destroyed in the name of racism. During those riots, blacks and whites alike, including black cops, were attacked, injured, and killed in the name of fighting racism. In fact, more than 20 people died as a result of these uh, subsequent riots, subsequent to Floyd's killing. $2 billion in property damage was permitted by authorities to happen, all in the name of racism. The legal process against you know, Officer Derek Chauvin proceeded apace. Trial dates were set. A jury was selected. In fact, even in the middle of the jury selection process, the city of Minneapolis awarded the George Floyd family $27 million in damages before the trial, before 
there was a verdict of guilt or innocence. Let me ask you, was that not a verdict announced in and of itself? Were, were not the jurists aware of that award? The largest such award in American history for a cop killing. This award had absolutely nothing to do with the legal process of justice. This was the result of the mob actions, and this was perhaps a preemptive effort by Minneapolis officials to assuage that mob and to hopefully prevent future violence and destruction. Inexplicably, the trial was not moved away from Hennepin County, you know, where jury members might have less to fear from that mob and their potential, you know, retribution against the predetermined and desired verdict, moved away where something remotely resembling a fair trial might actually take place. Also inexplicably, this jury was not sequestered away from the 24-hour news cycle and the ongoing and droning calls for the only acceptable verdict of guilty, guilty, guilty from the likes of Congresswoman Maxine Waters and the race hustler Al Sharpton and the mob activists who were already taking to the streets in cities all across America. I mean, how in the world could these jury members not be aware what the mob intended to do to Minneapolis and you know every other city across America should they deliver anything other than a guilty, guilty, guilty verdict? How could they not be painfully aware of the risks to their own lives, risks to their families, and to their homes you know, without that guilty, guilty, guilty verdict? In the end, did this jury do justice, or did they just act on the same emotions that were expressed by Greg Gutfeld, you know, finding Officer Chauvin guilty of all charges because they, too, wanted a verdict that keeps this country from going up in flames? Did they determine their verdict beyond all reasonable doubt based on the facts, or was their verdict based on their well-known pressures of what the mob threats were? You know, already activists across the country are reciting the mantra that this verdict is not enough. Not enough. Chauvin was not convicted of racism. Racism was not even charged because no evidence of racism even existed in this particular incident. A hate crime was not charged because there was no evidence of a hate crime in this case. But that is the charge of the mob, and that is the demand of the mob. Obviously, the question is, was Chauvin guilty of murder? I don't know. I wasn't in the jury room. I did not see 100% of the trial or 100% of the testimony that was brought against him. Was justice served? Technically, I don't know. But I suspect that real justice was impossible in this case. A justice determined you know, by a fair, impartial, uninfluenced by the mob kind of real justice. A justice served by a jury not afraid of the stated mob threats, should they not deliver the proper predetermined and acceptable verdict. I asked for the thoughts of our own TPC followers across all of our social media platforms, what they thought about this verdict. Let me just give you a quick sampling of their replies. Here's the first one. One crime that caused looting, rioting, and murders. One crime that would see our jurisprudence put aside in favor of a lynch mob. Another commenter said, Seems like a bad precedent to set and a bad day for due process when the threat of mob violence obviously alters the charging and sentencing of a man. Someone else commented, while I agree that he should have been convicted on manslaughter charges, this court appears to have been tainted by politics. 
someone else wrote. Let's make it simple. The facts in this case were irrelevant. Someone else wrote two words. Mob rule. No way he's guilty beyond a reasonable doubt on all three counts. This was the jury not wanting to be the next victims of the mob. Trial should have been relocated. Someone else said, jury didn't have a choice but to find him guilty. I would have been thinking, if I find this guy not guilty, BLM, Antifa will hunt me, my family down, and kill me or just burn my house down and get me fired. Another TPC follower asked these questions. No change of venue? No sequestration? Testimony about how witnesses felt? A sitting president calling for a guilty verdict? A congresswoman threatening violence if a not guilty verdict is delivered? They wanted a verdict and they got it. Someone else said, sitting members of Congress makes threats. Sitting president says guilty. The true balance of a fair justice system is dead. Another commenter said simply, fear and intimidation decided this. Another comment? This was definitely a please don't burn my house or hurt my family verdict. Someone else wrote, I think he deserves a fair trial, which cannot happen with a jury because it's been so highly publicized. Every bit of this was played in the public forum and there's no way the jury wasn't swayed or even in fear of the media and public. They had no choice but guilty for their safeties, for their family safeties, for their jobs, and ultimately national peace versus rioting. Another TPC follower simply said, the term sacrificial lamb comes to mind. Now look, not all TPC followers felt the same. Many actually agreed with the verdict. Although in, a, in their agreement, many of them <laughs> also said that a truly fair trial was still impossible in this case. Many also agree with the judge that uh, due to statements made like those by Maxine Waters and our president that there is a real justification for appeal now on the table. And there, there certainly is going to be an appeal in this case. This is not over. America's cities are not yet safe from the mob. The mob is not done because they never are. In fact, one such mob gathered around diners last night in New York City. Uh, it was a New York City outdoor dining taqueria. They demanded that all white people leave the city. They actually shouted and chanted that the white people, their money, and their restaurants were no longer welcome in this city. And this is after getting the verdict that they demanded and wanted and required. I've been asked already several times, what's my opinion of the verdict? As I previously stated, my first impression of the incident was that Chauvin needed to be strung up. And that was, you know, the day that we first saw those videos. Then I saw, you know, reams of evidence that caused me to mitigate my initial reaction. Did Chauvin follow police protocols in his actions that day? Well, you know, trial testimony was contradictory in that regard. Did Chauvin wake up that morning with intent to kill a black man has been charged by several? I mean, come on, most certainly not. Did he maintain pressure on Floyd's neck or back far too long beyond that which was necessary to constrain him? Mm, quite possibly so. Was what Chauvin did murder? I've got to say no. Was it negligent homicide or manslaughter? Quite possibly. 
<laughs> the big question, though, and what has caused the rioting and looting and the mob reaction in Toto is the charge of racism. And frankly, there's just absolutely not a shred of evidence to that claim. And that claim is the reason that cities burned. So what we have here now is we have a man that died that technically did not deserve to die that day. But let's be honest, he was also a man who cared not for the quality of his own life. And this is based on years of really horrible personal decisions. Many of those decisions resulted in violence and in crimes that he committed. George Floyd personally set in motion all of the circumstances that led to his inevitable demise that day. Not the cops, not the city of Minneapolis, not systemic racism in that particular police department. George Floyd, through the decisions made in his life, day after day, year after year, finally put himself in a place that led to the circumstances of his death. And that has nothing to do with the guilt or innocence of Derek Chauvin. In addition to one man dying, another man now faces decades of imprisonment, but certainly not for the degree of whatever crime we may have witnessed in those nine and a half minutes of video. I suspect, though, that upon sentencing, this judge will be just as influenced by the mob as was that jury. Look, we can all agree to disagree on the level of guilt or innocence of Derek Chauvin. But what you cannot logically set your mind upon are these two things. The first, this was not an act of racism, systemic or otherwise. There's just absolutely no evidence of such. And second, I will make the claim that this was not a fair trial. And that has nothing to do with the ultimate verdict. This trial could not be fair. There was no chance for such given or even remotely contemplated by the powers that be in setting up all of the circumstances leading up to this trial. And, and I'm saying that with no personal opinion, as I said, about guilt or innocence or some measure of degree of Chauvin's legal culpability that contributed to Floyd's death. Right or wrong, in the final decision... The American ideal of blind justice did not ultimately win this case for the prosecution. The mob won this case. And the founders of our country, they feared mob rule as much or more as they did you know, the authoritarian hand of a tyrant or a too large, oppressive central government. Chauvin and his legal team did not lose this case. In the end, when someone as consistently solid in his liberty voice, as a Greg Gutfeld says, and I quote again, I'm glad that he was found guilty on all charges, even if he might not be guilty of all charges. Well, then ultimately, it's America that lost this case. All right, as I usually say at the end of these rants, I hope that all of you will please join us in our locals community. The TPC Locals community is different from every other social platform. Uh, while it's free to subscribe, you can uh, become a contributor, uh, a supporter of TPC over there. Being free to subscribe has its own unique benefit in that nothing is throttled, nothing is restricted, nothing uh, is held back. If we post it, you will actually see it as a subscriber. 
It's just the way it is. Unlike over on Facebook or Twitter, where our reach restrictions are just horrible. In fact, on Facebook today, less than 1% of our 35,000 followers even see anything that we put out there. On Locals, everybody sees everything. If you do decide to become a supporter over there for as little as $5 a month, you're also going to get access to exclusive content that we don't put out anywhere else on any of our or other social media platforms. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And and I think one of the biggest benefits over there on Locals is as a supporter is I actually allow you to post your own content. If you have an article that you've written or something that you just want me to read that someone else is, has uh, written, be it from a mainstream news source or another blog, uh, you can post that content right there in the, the news feed. Myself and everyone else will see it as well. And you'll be able to... Um, uh, discuss that with our other followers, and I'm certainly going to comment on it myself, whether I like it or not. I'm going to give you my opinion on whatever you put out there. But we allow that on locals. As long as you're not posting anything you know, illegal or immoral, I have no problem with you putting it on that page. The address there is thepragmaticconstitutionalist.locals.com. Thepragmaticconstitutionalist.locals.com. Free to subscribe or you can choose to support us. Either way, we really appreciate your continued interest in what TPC is doing, and we look forward to you know talking to you again soon. I hope to talk to you again soon anyway. Thanks a bunch. More to come.